Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, good afternoon from wherever you are watching. We know we are global. We are streaming from several platforms all over the globe. Thank you so much. If you are just joining for the very first time, please remember to like and share this broadcast. And here is the reason why. Because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear the message that we will be delivering today. Like and share this broadcast. And always remember that every day in life, everything in life is a cliche. But it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly matters. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. And today with me, I have a man who has a passion for education, a man who has a wealth of knowledge, a man with so much experience who will be joining me and talking today about the importance of gratitude and appreciation. He's not, he's not, a, he's not a young man, uh, but he's a young man, but a man with so much experience, you know. So um, I would want you all to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. But before I bring our guests in, you know how we do it. Today, I just want to remind us, because this week we talked about acts of kindness and the benefits, right? So I just want to shed some more light on it before we bring in our guests today, who will be talking about gratitude and appreciation. Now, my question to you who's listening to me right now is, oh, okay, I see you, Senada Dervisavich. Greetings to you. Yes, 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 from the UK. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Senada. Please remember to um, like and share this broadcast. Thank you. So today, my question for you who's listening to me is, what acts of kindness did you engage in this week? What act of kindness? So I want to tell you what I did so that you can also put yours together and possibly let me know what you did to show love to somebody out there. Now, my life is revolved around doing the same thing every day. And I try to balance it. And for those of you who already know me, what I do every day is I motivate people. I inspire people. I think, I strategize, and I study. So why do I do all this? It doesn't matter if it's on a holiday, if it's on my birthday, 
on the weekend. When I wake up, I motivate people. I inspire people. I think, I strategize, and I study. I do all this, not for myself, but for every other person there, everybody out there. Because when I post motivational quotes, it is an intentional act. I know it works for me. So I know for as long as it works for me, it definitely works for somebody. There's so many people right now who are going through a high level of depression. There's so many people out there right now who are going through anxiety. But these motivational quotes, if they don't resonate with you today, the other one would resonate with you tomorrow. So I put it out there to help myself and to help others, in particular to help other people. I inspire people. We all know the difference between motivation and inspiration. They are two different things. So if you do not know the difference between motivation and inspiration, I want to give you that assignment today. I love to teach, and you know that. And I have another teacher on the call with me today, right? <laughs> so we're going to be teaching you a lot. So go to your dictionary. Check the meaning of the word motivation. I know you've been hearing it for so long, but I doubt if you have had the opportunity to check what it means. So I motivate, I inspire people. I do those two things. I think, why do I think? I think so that I can create more things and strategies that can help you move from where you are to where you want to be. As leaders, we're critical thinkers. So I do that. I strategize. I come up with strategies on a daily basis to help you and the people who you know, the people who you share my wisdom and knowledge from uh, to. I come up with strategies to communicate what I know to you. I come up with strategies to provide you with all the tools that you need to move from where you are to where you want to be. And I study. Why do I study? I study so I can acquire some more knowledge, some more wisdom from great men and women who have already been through the path that I am following. I am a lifelong learner. And I intend to learn for the rest of my life. Why? So that I can serve my gift to you who's listening to me. Those are acts of kindness that I do. I look out for people who are going through challenging times. I do that every day. So my question to you now is, what acts of kindness do you do? Sanada, how are you? Thank you so much, Sanada, for that. I love that. Thank you for that. Uh, so, Sanada, do you want to share with us what act of kindness you have done this week? All right. Feel free to type it. Feel free to type it. Just let us know what you have done this week. You know, I always tell people it's not all about giving money. If you have money to give to people, fine. But if you don't have money to give to people, there are other things you can do. So many other things. And I want you to always remember that it is important for you to show some act of kindness to people because people are struggling with so many things, so many, a lot of things. People are struggling. So always remember that. Okay. Next week, we will be talking about something different. But right now, let's focus on acts of kindness when you help people 
you're relieving them of so much stress. When you show people kindness, you're helping them become the humans they're supposed to be. A lot of people were not raised with love. So when you call somebody at least and say, I love you, or tell them how, how much you care about them, that's an act of kindness. So pick up the phone today. It's Friday here in Atlanta, Georgia. Pick up the phone. Call somebody you haven't spoken with in a long time. Tell them how much you care about them. Let them know why you haven't been calling them. And let them know that despite the fact you have not been calling them, you still think about them and you still care about them. I really don't know how much you know about yourself, you who's listening to me. Neither do I know how much the people around you know about you. But one thing that I know for sure about you is that you have greatness in you. You were beautifully and wonderfully made. Never you allow people's opinions of you become your reality. Think about it. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, like and share this broadcast. Um, just like and share this broadcast. If you're just joining for the first time, if you're just joining, don't worry. You can always watch the replay. So right now, I will be bringing in my guest for today. Um, I'd like to introduce him first before bringing him to the stage. Um, his name is Dr. Stephen Middleton. Dr. Middleton grew up in a rural community in South Carolina. Uh, let me bring him up. Okay, great. Welcome, sir. You are on mute. So, but let me introduce you first before uh, we get into it. So he grew up in a rural community in South Carolina. His father was a general laborer. And along with his wife and their eight children were sharecroppers. Stephen, their sixth child, spent his formative years picking cotton and plowing with a mule. He gained a burst of insight with a plow and a mule when he was 15 years old. An internal consciousness told him he could do better with his life. And yes, he indeed heeded to that admonition and enrolled in college. And that was how his journey started. He took the route of education and today he is a scholar. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I want you all to join me as I bring to this stage this great man, no other person but Dr. Stephen Middleton. Dr. Middleton, thank you so much for joining me on this program. Well, John, it's certainly a pleasure uh, being with you today on the Morale Booster podcast. Uh, I love what you've said already about acts of kindness, about love, and about the possibility of individuals getting beyond the kinds of limiting things that hold them back. So thank you for this opportunity. You're very welcome, sir. And uh, I really do appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know how important it is for one to rest, especially on a Friday, but for you to have come out today, not just for yourself, to, to serve others. It means a lot to me. So thank you once again, sir. 
happy happy to be here great 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 okay so let's go straight into our main topic for today so ladies and gentlemen today we will be asking questions around gratitude and appreciation so sir dr middleton now you know um cultivating a gratitude mindset can significantly impact how we approach our careers right could you mm -hmm. share how adopting a mindset of gratitude has influenced your own professional journey and how it has helped you overcome challenges and to help you achieve your goals. So how has uh, adopting the mindset of gratitude influenced your professional um, journey? Wow. I'm sure that everyone hearing that question will understand that it's a deep uh, and I would say highly spiritual question. There are a yes. lot of people today who uh, write about gratitude and appreciation today, John. Uh, if you were to go to the library or do a Google search of the word gratitude, appreciation, you'll probably find books you know, written on the topics. Yes. And sometimes when folks look at gratitude and appreciation, they look at the end product. Great. You know, they may say, okay, I wanted, uh, I wanted this and I'm grateful that I have this now, whatever the this is. But I want to approach it differently. And I hope that you and uh, your audience will go with me uh, on this brief journey about a way of seeing gratitude. Wow, uh, we're, we're I, waiting. I, okay, <laughs> you know, I would say that if, if we can recognize that we live in this mysterious, creative environment, you know, we call the world, or the earth or the universe. And let's say then that everything that pours in us, that pours through us, comes to us, comes to us from some distant being. Some people call it God or the universe, um, divine mind, the absolute. And what if then we can recognize the divine spark before we see anything that it produces along the way? Yes. What if, John, we're able to express gratitude the moment we hear the voice, the moment we hear about the spark and have the confidence that as we follow that desire, follow that spark, follow that inspiration, that the thing that we seek will materialize in some way. Mm. I want to put it one other way. What if we live in an environment, John, where we actually outpicture the thing that we form in our minds, that we live in this creative universe, that the thing that's formed there is that divine spark, and the thing that we outpicture is the thing we're supposed to produce in the material world. What if the world works that way? Now, you mentioned my upbringing, but I'll tell you just one example in my personal life. I was working at a major university uh, at the time, and of course, in the university, it's publish or perish. You know, we yeah. got to write books. We got to get these books published. You know, we got to yeah. move up the, up, the, up the rank to get tenure. <laughs> Yeah. And I walked, I mean, I was troubled. I'm, I was I was challenged. I might have even felt a little bit of depression at the time, wondering, you know, can I make this so? And John, I walked into the library one day, just browsing the books on the library. Something shot through my consciousness. And guess what, guess what happened? I was pointed to a book. 
And the, the voice inside of me said, you can write a book like this one. And I spent the rest you know, of many years that followed. And that book that was in mind came into form. What if the world works that way for us? Right, right, right. That, that, that's, you see, those questions you asked, those are key questions that we need to always ask ourselves. Those are thought-provoking questions that can actually ignite the reticular activating system of every human being. And, and, and when we eventually find the answers to those questions, then we can now at that point appreciate and understand the importance of gratitude in whatever we do. Because I know that there are so many people in life who would never be able to answer those questions you just asked. And, 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 and for those of you who are listening, I want you to watch the replay and ask yourself those questions. Try to answer those questions that uh, Dr. Middleton asked. And trust me, when you find the answer, you will understand the importance of being gratitude, of having that mindset of gratitude. So thank you so much, sir, for, 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 for that beautiful uh, um, response. So um, let's go to my next question now. Now. Um, we want to talk about gratitude now as a driver of business growth. So let's go to those people who are in business, right? Um, based off of the questions Dr. Middleton asked, we all know that gratitude isn't only a personal practice. It can also have a substantial impact on the success of business, not only in your personal life, it can also have a substantial impact on the success of business. So, sir, can you provide examples of how incorporating gratitude and appreciation into the company culture for those who have businesses, how, how, how yeah. incorporating gratitude into um, the company culture and customer relationships has contributed to the growth and sustainability of your business or the businesses that you know? You know, I approach this in the same way as the first uh, question that you ask. Uh, those in business, uh, first of all, can be grateful for being blessed with this idea, this divine spark to be in business. And a business, no matter what type of business it is, I do more consulting uh, in the work that I do, but a business is designed to solve, you know, problems, not only make money, the money is going to come, yes. but, but to solve problems, you know, and as I contemplate this, John, you're going to laugh at me, but really, I wondered about bricks today, the brick making industry, uh -huh. and, you know, reflecting on just the making of bricks, and the, and the use of bricks today, and all of the problems that bricks and concrete solve in our world today. Let's imagine several thousand years ago, you know, a guy walking across, you know, a mud patch and he noticed that over after rain, uh, some of the mud began to harden and the mud began to form in a certain shape. And right. as he walked over and the mud began to puncture his his feet as he walked across them. Uh -huh. wonder what, I wonder, John, what that guy thought about when he said to himself, I can... He asked the question, what if I can mold some of this mud before it hardens, shape it a certain way, allow it to drive, 
Can I use it to build a better house for myself? So you see then, his, his, his mindset was, how can I improve my life? How can I improve the life of others? And yeah. that's what you know, business is, no matter what type of business are today. So we can be grateful for any opportunity we have to make life better for somebody else. And that's the way I approach businesses today, uh, an opportunity to make lives better, an opportunity to serve as a force for good in the world. And we can be grateful to be a participant in what this larger mind is inviting us to do. Right. Thank you so much for that. And, and now a lot of people work for companies or businesses and they, they don't feel appreciated. Right. And, you know, I have seen people post on LinkedIn telling people to always remember to take their, their lunch breaks, to always remember to, you know, take their paid time off to remember to, you know, relax because what they um, what they applied for was a job to get paid, not a job to sell their soul and to take their personal lives. Now, how can gratitude, because if you look at it, a lot of people don't feel appreciated, right? A lot of employees don't feel appreciated. So to all those business owners who are listening right now, what will be your suggestion, sir, for them in terms of uh, making their employees feel appreciated? You know, uh, a person in a leadership position uh, actually has been given a role to better the people who works for him or for her. Right. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, try to find ways to enroll those individuals in the enterprise as a partner, as opposed to someone to do uh, my bidding or, or your bidding in the case. You know, some people do lead by intimidation. I wouldn't right. recommend that. But to enroll people, to give them a sense of ownership is the skill that a good leader has the opportunity to cultivate in the work. Um, you may recall uh, in the United States in the 1960s, the right. president, Lyndon Bain Johnson, you know, there's stories about him being a leader who actually was intimidating. He, that was his style. And he yeah. took great pride in it. And some people, of course, were probably offended by it. But a servant leader, you know, I think has a responsibility to cultivate the skills that will allow him to uh, allow his employees to grow and develop and to feel free to act on some of the inspirations that they that they have. In my case, I was working at an institution in 2014, and I wanted to do I did wanted to do a signature event. And in my case, the leadership allowed me to do it. And man, it was one of the most uh, you, know, you know precious uh, events that that institution I think had held up until that date. So a leader, I think, has this responsibility, if he has been blessed with this opportunity of leadership, to cultivate the people who work uh, for him, and of course, I mean him generically, uh, so that they can develop and grow and, and serve the organization to its fullness. Right. So basically, um, you, you talked about bringing people in as partners, you know, give them that you know, that feeling, make them feel like, look, we are in this together, right? And you also right. talk about giving employees a sense of ownership. 
Yeah, yes. I mean, so this, yes. into this world, yeah, into this world, you know, micromanagement is the order of the day. And right. Yes. And, yeah. And, you know, I would also. Yeah. Go ahead. I want to just want to add, you know, because if the employee feels unappreciated, you know, one approach would be to complain and to criticize, and I don't think that's a good approach. You know, okay. I've been in management. Uh, in an organization before, if an employee is experiencing dissatisfaction, I would say sit and talk with the manager who mm -hmm. he reports to, to try to negotiate a better way to approach their problems. Right. That, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing, having a heart to heart conversation. Mm -hmm. It always works. It always works. So thank you so much. So if you are a business owner and you are listening to us right now, um, I'm sure you now understand the importance of, uh, first of all, being grateful for having people who are willing to put in their skills, put in their skills, their time to work for you. So that should always come with a form of appreciation. It doesn't matter how little it is. You don't need to spend so much money, you know, um, uh, um, showing people how much you care about them. Am I right, sir? That is, that is correct. Right. Yes. You know, an, an engaged employee, and that's the leader's job, is to cultivate an engaged employee, someone who will serve the organization. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that makes a whole lot of sense. So thank you so much for, for, for sharing these uh, wonderful points. And I believe those of you who are listening to us, um, whether you are just starting out in a career, in business, if you are already an experienced um, business owner, I want you to know that gratitude and appreciation goes a long, long way. That's why we, we decided to, 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 to talk about it today, because it seems to be something that a lot of people have forgotten about. And um, thank you so much, sir, for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom. And um, yeah, I want you to, before we go, what I typically do is I'll have my guest um, inspire somebody out there. So I would like to give you one minute. Um, we all know right now that uh, the level of depression and the level of anxiety globally is at its peak. People are struggling. So um, could you please share some words of encouragement or advice to that man or that woman who is looking at us right now, who's listening to us right now, who doesn't even know where the next meal will come from? Mm -hmm. One minute, sir. Okay, so that's... Uh... If you are in that situation uh, today, uh, the first thing that I would say to you is try to get professional help if you can. You know, try to find you know, a community center, a social service agency, and talk with someone that you're not alone. But I want you to hear from me today, and I want to say to you that you are loved even if you feel that you're not loved, you are loved. Now, not only are you loved by the creator of the heavens and the earth because you are, 
but you are loved by people like John and myself and many people you know in your lives who love you that you may not be aware of it. So just know that you are loved, that you are a human being and that you're worthy, that you're built in a certain way. You're built, you know, in a very intelligent body. You know, you are a being with a soul. Just know that when you wake up in the morning, if you're not feeling that you are in your best self, just know that an idea came into your mind, something that's contrary to who you are, and you feel badly about it because you know it's not who you are. You know that you're better than that. You know that you're better than the doubts that you experience. And doubts will come, but the learning that you get to, uh, to, to grow to is to know that limiting beliefs are not who you are. A depressive thought is just another thought that an individual could have. And the opportunity then that an individual has is to see past it, to see past this thought, this idea that somehow they are less than. And I know we live in a world of about 8 billion people on the planet and people are in different states of consciousness. And it's quite possible to encounter someone who is coming from a low sense of consciousness, but that's not who you are and that's not who they are. They just simply have a misinterpretation of who they are as a human being. So if you are one of those people that John mentioned today, take heart, you are loved. I have never met you. And I can tell you from sincerity, I love you you yes sir yes 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 that's the word we love you for as long as you can hear us for as long as those of you who are watching us via youtube facebook linkedin for as long as you can see us we want you to know that we love you and um dr middleton do you have any programs any coaching programs that you would like to talk to uh my audience about well thank you very much john and, and again i want to thank you for this opportunity i would say to your audience visit us as drstephenmiddleton.com there you'll find our contact information john may put some of our information in the show notes here we'll be happy to talk with you uh, we are convening what's called the possibility action hour once a month if you want to be a part of that just send me an email from my website and i will give you to the login link Thank you, John. You're very welcome. So I'm sure you heard drstevenmiddleton.com. Go to that website right now. If you are going through challenges, if you have limiting beliefs, if you do not feel appreciated at your place of work, in your business, reach out to him. He has a lot of experience, a lot of experience. Seek help when help is needed. All right. Do not keep it to yourself. That's one challenge a lot of people go through. They don't know how to seek help when they need help. And we want you at this point to always remember that it is okay to seek help. That's the essence of human existence. That's what God wants us to do, to be connected, to live as a community. Because you cannot do it all. You do not know it all. You cannot be an island. All right? So reach out to Dr. Stephen Middleton. And uh, we're streaming on, um, right now, I think it's on over 50 platforms. Uh, so I know this will go places. Please 
like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So thank you, Dr. Middleton. It's been a pleasure and a privilege having you on this show. I hope when next I invite you, you will come and share some wisdom with my audience. Thank you so much, John. My privilege to be here. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. All right, everybody. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, just like what Dr. Middleton said, you are loved. You have greatness in you. You were wonderfully and beautifully made. Whatever you're going through in life right now is only a phase. It is a phase that will pass. I'm sure you remember that after night comes day. Has it changed one day? It has not changed. It has been like that from time immemorial. And it's not going to change like that now. So the law of seasons applies to everything. I don't know what you believe in, but I believe in the almighty God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. I believe in the Holy Bible. And my Bible tells me that to everything, there is a season and a time, including what you are going through right now. Yes. I want you to repeat this after me. I want you to say, God, I thank you for the gift of life. Yes. Be happy for life because some people had plans last night, but they couldn't wake up today. But you are alive. So thank God for that. God bless you. Like and share this broadcast. And uh, you can visit my website, johnogulu.com, to listen to this podcast. You would find the link there. God bless you. Take care of yourself. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Bye, everybody. God bless you all.